Our text today is found in Esther chapter 8, beginning at verse 1. Listen to the word of God or follow along in your Bible if you can. On that day did King Ahasuerus give the house of Haman, the Jew's enemy, unto Esther, the queen. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told him what he was unto her. And the king took off the ring which he had taken from Haman and gave it unto Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. And my Esther spake yet again before the king, and fell down at his feet, and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite, and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Then the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther, so Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the things seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come up unto my people? And how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Then King Ahasuerus said unto Esther, the queen, and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hand upon the Jews. Write ye also for the Jews, as it liketh you, in the king's name, and seal it with the king's ring. For the writing which is written in the king's name, and sealed with the king's ring, may no man reverse. Then were the king's scribes called at that time into the third month, that is the month seven, in the three and twentieth day thereof, and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews, and to the lieutenants and the deputies and rulers of the provinces which are from India unto Ethiopia, a hundred and twenty and seven provinces, unto every province according to the writing thereof, and unto every people after their language, and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language. Our lesson today is the experience of Esther, a picture of a true believer. My friend, I hope you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. If you don't, you just don't know what you're missing. Because the greatest thing that can happen to you, if it ever does, is for the Lord Jesus to reach down and save you. Now, I'm not talking about a hope so, think so, guess so, wonder so, marvelous so salvation. I'm talking about the reality that the Lord Jesus Christ and you have had an experience together. That you know him and he knows you. And I'll tell you right now, it's the greatest thing that can happen to you if and when it does. Now, Esther is a type of the true believer, and I want to bring you these things out for in this lesson today. Esther is a great gal, and I'll tell you right now, she was a real warrior, and she was a real help to, the, to her people, and I hope that every individual is like Esther at this present hour. Now, let's look at her in the picture of a true believer. First of all, we find out that Esther was rescued by divine intervention. Again, go back to Esther chapter 7, if you will, and listen to what she said to the king. For we are sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be slain, and to perish. But if we had been sold for bondmen and bondwomen, I had held my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. Then the king Ahasuerus answered and said unto Esther the queen, Who is he, and where is he, that durst presume in his heart 
to do so. And Esther said, The adversary and enemy is this wicked Haman. And Haman was afraid before the king and the queen. And the king, arising from his banquet of wine and his wrath, went into the palace garden. And Haman stood up to make request for his life to Esther the queen, for he saw that there was evil determined against him by the king. Now what happened? The king of Hazareth stepped in on behalf of Esther. You see, Esther was a Jew, and Haman had devised, with the king's permission, he had devised what? That we find that, listen carefully now, he had devised a decree against the Jews. And on the 13th day of the 12th month, all the Jews in the entire medio persian Empire were to be killed. And Esther was a Jew, and so she knew that. And so she knew the judgment that she was under. And her only recourse was to come to the king and sue for mercy. And she didn't know if the king would receive her or not. But oh, how wonderful it was. He saw her standing there in the inner court, and he held out the golden scepter. He asked her what she wanted, and then she told him the banquet of wine. And on the second day, or the second banquet that she had for the king and Mordecai, she told him what happened. And we find here that Ahasuerus did what? He stepped in personally and rescued Esther. Are you listening? That's a picture of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you and me, if you know him as your Lord and your Savior. Now, Esther knew what it meant to be rescued by the king. And are you listening? Every individual that's ever converted knows what it means to be rescued by the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Christ died for our sin. And we find Christ did what? He singled us out. And what did he do? He brought us under conviction by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he put a cry in our soul that we sued for mercy on the basis that Christ died for sinners and that we were the sinner. And how wonderful it was. Then what took place? I'll tell you what took place. The Lord Jesus Christ revealed himself to us that he was our absolute, all-sufficient Lord and Savior. You see, Esther had to have divine intervention to save her. And you and I, as poor lost sinners under the condemnation of the law, also had to have divine intervention to reach down and save us. And aren't you glad that the Lord God of heaven has done so? Now I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know what I'm talking about? Many of you listening to me are very religious, but I want to go a little bit further. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as a living reality to your heart? Have you ever stood before yourself in a mirror? Yes, even a full-length mirror, and stood there and asked yourself this question. Where do you stand with regard to the Lord Jesus Christ and have your heart answer you? Oh, if you know him as your Lord and Savior, I'll tell you right now, when you do that, it just wells up within your soul. And I'll tell you right now, you can't help but smile and also rejoice because you see the peace of God has flooded your heart once again. It takes place when the Lord God of heaven reaches down and saves us. And the first reaction of, of our salvation is this, that we are removed from condemnation. And the same thing here was Esther. with Esther. She was rescued by divine intervention. The second thing about her was this. She was raised to an exalted position. In Esther chapter 8 we read, On that day did King Ahasuerus give the house of Haman, the Jews' enemy, unto Esther the queen. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was unto her. And the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it unto Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of 
of Haman. Here we find Esther raised to an exalted position. Now you say, preacher, what are you talking about? Well, she had become the queen of King Ahasuerus. Go back to Esther chapter 2, and you'll find out what happened. All right, the king had gotten rid of Vashti because of her rebellion against his commands, and we find what happened. She was put away. She was no longer queen, and so the king needed a, a queen to be his wife. And what did he do? He had, some people say, he had a beauty contest. I don't think so. He called those beautiful people in his harem to do what? To look them over, and one of them was to be picked to become his queen. And you know, that was Esther. And there you have a beautiful picture of God's election and God singling out the individual for salvation. Because when Esther went into the presence of the king, she had nothing but what Hedjai, the keeper of the women, had given to her. And that's a picture of God the Holy Spirit. And we find what happened. She did this. She walked in and she came into the presence of the king and walked into the presence of the king. And what happened? The king fell in love with her and he raised her to an exalted position and she became his queen. Now notice again, the king of Hazarus gave the house of Haman, the Jews' enemy, under Hester the queen, and that shows her her exalted position. Well, now what about you and me at this hour? It's a picture of the Lord God of heaven reaching down and making us his children. Oh, as I said it before, I'll say again, the greatest thing can happen to you is for you to become a child of the living God. We become bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh with regard to the Lord Jesus. We become part of his bride because the church is a bride of the Christ. And I'll tell you right, guys, one of these days that marriage supper is going to take place and what a time it's going to be. And I'm going to be there. I hope you're going to be there with me. Esther was raised to an exalted position. And when God sits up and saves the sinner, what does he do? He makes us to become a kingdom of priests because what happens? He washes us in his precious blood and we are redeemed. And I'll tell you right now, we're raised from the position of a sinner, a dead sinner, a condemned sinner, a hell-bound sinner, and we're raised into the position of becoming one of God's children. And when we're the sons and we become a child of the living God, we become joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. And what an exalted position that is. It's pictured for us by Esther, rescued by divine intervention, and then raised to an exalted position. But then we find here the responsibility of Esther set forth. Now what did she do? We find in verse 3, And Esther spake yet before the king, and fell down at his feet, and besought him with tears to do what? Listen now. To put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Then the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther rose and stood before the king and said, if, I, if it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadatha the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews which are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come upon my people? And how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Now what do you have here? All right, here you have Esther. 
not only raised to an exalted position, but Esther also regarding her people, regarding her people with a desire that they all might to come to know redemption as she did. You see, my friend, the same thing is true today. When God sets out to save us, what does he do? I'll tell you what he does. He puts a desire in our heart for the welfare of our people. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm praying for all for the salvation of all my loved ones. I still have plenty of them that still don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm praying that the Lord God of heaven will not pass them by, but he'll reach down and save them because it's the greatest thing that can take place. Yes, I'm like Esther. I wept before the Lord, and I still do. I weep before him in behalf of my people. Not only my own loved ones, but those that I've come in contact with down through the years. And having been in the ministry for a number of years, there are a number of people that I've come in contact with. I've preached to them for years, and they're still not saved. And I'll tell you right now, I bring them before the Lord God of heaven and beg the Lord many times with tears, as Esther wept before King Ahasuerus with tears on behalf of her, the salvation of her people. And I'm doing the same thing. And I hope you are. Because, listen, the greatest thing can happen to an individual is for God to save him. Every individual is on his road to a devil's hell unless he comes to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are no exceptions to that, whatever. Every sinner, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. And all have come short, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we find the wrath of God rests upon every sinner, because I'll tell you right now, you're not going to be condemned if you're without Christ. You already are condemned. You're living under a reprieve. And Esther knew that with regard to her people. Her people were condemned to death by Haman, the Agagite. And it was to take place on the 13th day of the 12th month. And that law was irrevocable. It couldn't be done away with. It had to be fulfilled and carried out. And yet we find another law had to be written in behalf of the Jews. And it was after Esther had pleaded before the king to have mercy on her people. And are you listening? This is what every individual who knows the Lord Jesus Christ ought to be doing. I hope you have a prayer list. If you don't have, I hope that you'll start having one. Put at the top of your prayer list your lost loved ones that you know are going to hell. Oh, you don't want them to go there no more than Esther wanted her people to perish. And we find if the Lord tells us that we to ask and we shall receive and to seek and we shall find. And when we beg for the Lord God of heaven to reach down and save our people, rest assured of one thing, they'll come one by one. Each individual has to come individually. And this is the same thing that took place with regard to Esther. The decree of the king went forth to the Jews, and that the Jews were allowed what? They were allowed to stand for themselves. They were not to be put to death, but instead they were to stand and be exalted as a people. And again, it's what the Lord God of heaven does when he reaches down and sets out and saves us. I want to ask you a question at this hour. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you been rescued by the Lord Jesus Christ? Because that's what salvation is. Esther was rescued by the divine intervention of King Ahasuerus. And you and I have been rescued. If you know Christ, we have been rescued by the divine intervention of the Lord God of heaven. What did he do? I'll tell you what he did. He singled us out, didn't he? Then he called us by name, didn't he? 
resurrection. He put us in the death row that we were in because we were in the death cell. Uh, and we found we had the sentence of death in our lives and we couldn't change it. But then what happened at the same time? What did he do? He put a cry in our heart to sue for mercy. And aren't you glad when the Lord God of heaven answered that cry? I don't know how long you were under conviction, and I don't know how long you cried before the Lord God of heaven, but this old sinner had a real time with the Lord God of heaven, suing for mercy and wondering if God would save me. And then there came that glad afternoon on a Saturday afternoon when God reached down and saved me. And I'll tell you right now, I've never gotten over it. Esther was the same thing. She wept before the before King Ahasuerus on behalf of her people, and wondered what happened. The king responded, didn't he? All right? When you and I pray and sue for mercy on behalf of our loved ones, you can rest assured of one thing. That's going to be answered because the Lord tells us very clearly that if we ask these things in prayer believing, we're going to receive them. And we see that Esther did that with regard to her people, and you and I need to do that with regard to our loved ones. I don't know about you, but I want folks to get converted. I don't want anybody to die and go to hell. And those that are there at this present hour, they, they're there for all eternity. And they're going to suffer the torments of the damned for all eternity. And my friend, you don't want to go there either if you're listening to me at this hour. But the only hope for you is to sue for mercy on the basis that Christ died for sinners and you're the sinner. And you see, when God's people pray and when Zion is in travail, I'll tell you right now, she gets the answer. Esther was in travail before King Ahasuerus. What did she do? She fell before him. Even though she had on her golden robe, she fell before him and wept before him and asked him to come to step in in behalf of her people and to write something. And then when he held out the golden scepter, she told him what her request was. And that was what? That there was a, a law to be made that would counteract the law that was against the people at that time. And my friend, when the Lord Jesus Christ came to save us, what did he do? He came to fulfill the law of God on our behalf. You and I who are in Christ Jesus are no longer under the condemnation of the law. But instead, like the book of Romans tells us, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And I hope you know what I'm talking about. All my time is just about gone, but I want to say very clearly, Esther did not rest until her goal was accomplished. And I hope that you won't rest until your goal is accomplished. And if you don't have a prayer list, I urge you to start with one and put the names of the people at the top of your prayer list that you love and that you want to be converted. And beg the Lord to have mercy on them and don't stop until he does. The answer will come in God's good time. And I'll tell you right now, you'll never never be sorry. But for you to do that, you've got to know the Lord Jesus Christ yourself. Do you know him at this hour? Oh, I hope and pray that you do. Until we meet again, this is Pastor Nortier saying goodbye for now. And oh, may the Lord spare you if you're not saved. May he spare you before it's too late.